This is the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast, Episode 19. In today's show, I'm going to talk about three beautifully aromatic tree resins, frankincense, myrrh, and the lesser-known opopanax, which may or may not have some very interesting history behind it. You're listening to the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast with your host, Liz Fulcher. If you're interested in learning about essential oils, hearing interviews with industry experts, and discovering ways to grow your own aromatherapy business, this is the podcast for you. For more information and show notes, visit the website at aromaticwisdominstitute.com. Now sit back, relax, take a deep breath, and enjoy as Liz shares a dose of aromatic wisdom. Hi, everyone. It is Christmas Eve here in the United States, and I celebrate Christmas, so I wish you a very Merry Christmas. If you don't celebrate Christmas, then I wish you a Merry whatever you celebrate. My name is Liz Fulcher. I am your host for the Aromatic Wisdom Podcast. I'm a clinical aromatherapist, and I created this podcast to talk to you about essential oils and aromatherapy and natural health, and I hope that um, you're enjoying the podcast as much as I'm enjoying sharing it with you. Thank you again for being here. I love when my people show up. I get lots of great letters, uh, more and more every week from people telling me how much they gain from this podcast, and that's what keeps me going. So thank you for being here. If you enjoy the podcast and receive value from the contents and feel like you'd like to hop over to iTunes and leave a review, that would so make my day. I've written a tutorial on how to leave a review on iTunes, and you can find it on my website at aromaticwisdominstitute.com forward slash review dash podcast dash iTunes. I'll put a link to that uh, in the show notes anyway, so it's easier for you to find. If I may, I'd just like to read the latest review that came in, which completely blew me away. This review is from uh, Robin from North Carolina, and she says it's very informative, and thank you for the five stars, Robin. I appreciate that. Liz's podcast is great. It's very informative with a lot of practical advice. I enjoy her style as she is entertaining, and I feel like I know her. But at the same time, every episode is mostly packed with practical and useful knowledge. She's very reliable. Uh, nope. I am reliable, but that's not what she said. She's very relatable and gets down to the basic information I want to understand. I'm new to aromatherapy, and her podcast has been the most useful source of information for me that I have found. I highly recommend this podcast if essential oils is confusing you. Her blog on her website is also very helpful. That's oh, so nice to, to hear. That just made my day, made my Christmas, Robin. Thank you so much. I'll put a link to the blog as well in the show notes. All right, let's jump into today's content. So the Christian tradition tells us that there were three wise men, three magi, that came from South Arabia bearing gifts for the infant Jesus. This is a classic story. You see the three wise men and their camels following the star, bearing gifts on like every Christmas card. Um, we were told that the three gifts they were bearing were frankincense, myrrh, and gold. That's a classic. I think any eight-year-old can recite that. So why would they have taken those particular gifts, do you think? What would have been so valuable in the day that they would have offered them to this new king? Well, I have a couple of facts and a theory. So I'm going to start out talking first about frankincense and myrrh, since those are the two resins and essential oils that you're probably most familiar with. I'll tell you a little bit about their history and uh, their therapeutic properties. So frankincense and myrrh trees are they're shrubby little 
trees are very hardy and they thrive in the arid climate of the Middle East, North Africa. Uh, they do really well in those climes. Both of these trees, when the when the bark of the tree, when the uh, not the bark, when the trunk of the tree is wounded, is let's say you cut it with a knife or machete or something, the tree exudes a resin, as most trees do, because it's a protective measure that's it's trying to basically heal its own wounds. And so this thick sort of golden brown with myrrh, it's more brown. With frankincense, it's more of a golden color. Resin comes out. It's very sticky and beautifully aromatic. Now, frankincense has been used for thousands of years. In fact, there are something like over 200 references to frankincense made in the Bible. So it's been around for a long time because it has these amazing healing properties. It is high in monoterpenes, sesquiterpenes, monoterpenols, and sesquiterpenols. The Latin binomial of frankincense tree is Boswellia carteri, and it's in the Bursaceae family. It generally comes, today's frankincense is usually grown in Somalia, and it's extracted through steam distillation. So here are some of the therapeutic properties of frankincense essential oil. And frankincense resin, actually. So it's analgesic. So it would have been great back then for them for pain relief. It alleviates inflammation. It is great for the skin. I'm guessing that this is how it was really um, the kind of plant medicine they would have used it for was would have probably been topical use because it is cell regenerative for the skin. It's healing for scars. It's great to put on any kind of wound. Again, if you think about what the tree is doing, when you wound the tree, it produces this resin to heal its wounds. So it does the same thing with our wounds, topical wounds. It's also great for emotional wounds. It's a diuretic. It helps with reduction of fluids. It's a great expectorant. Which, so if you've got a lot of excess mucus in your respiratory system, it's really good to help remove that. Uh, it stimulates immune function. And again, it's, it's, it's my go-to for, for skin support. It's also really good for aging skin, for softening aging skin. And it's very safe. It's really not toxic or not irritating. So, um, I mean, as all essential oils, unless it's really old, uh, it's very safe for your skin. So you can see how this would have been some big plant medicine back in the biblical times. Frankincense also, it's my go-to if someone has asthma. It's a bronchodilator. And um, I did a blog post all about frankincense a couple of years ago, and it's still really a good read. And I share in there a story about how um, I had a massage client who had an asthma attack on the massage table once. And I actually got frankincense and rubbed it into her chest, held my cupped hands over her nose so she could breathe it in deeply. And within two or three minutes, she was able to take a full, deep breath. Frankincense really helps to deepen your breathing, which is great, you know, if you've got asthma, but it's also great for relaxation. And if you stop and think about how frankincense is used a lot in churches, it helps to deepen the breathing, which then helps put you in a meditative state. And uh, I've have lived in Rome for 12 years, and I can tell you I've seen my share of frankincense. Every Catholic church has, is just exudes this beautiful aroma of frankincense, which I think has just permeated the wood of, of all the churches and the pews. Anyway, I will put a link to the blog post about frankincense in the show notes. 
just as an aside, this is not about hydrosols this episode, but I have to talk about frankincense hydrosol. That because I use it every single day on my skin. And um, after I clean my face, I just spray a little frankincense on it, let it dry naturally. And I tell you, my skin is, the tone of my skin is different immediately. I also use it for my cats. If they have any kind of topical wounds, I'll cleanse it with frankincense hydrosol. Again, great for topical stuff. So now let's talk about myrrh a little bit. Myrrh also, it's an, a resin that has been used for like 4,000 years. It's one of the oldest essential oils known, and it was actually really popular with the Egyptians. It's still used today in religious ceremonies, just like frankincense is. It's also amazing for skin healing properties and its action against wrinkles, just like frankincense. Excellent for bed sores, wounds, hemorrhoids, frankincense as well. So frankincense and myrrh can be interchangeable. Personally, I love the smell of myrrh, and actually, I prefer the aroma of myrrh. I use it for all kinds of skin issues, athlete's foot, uh, any kind of wounds that are slow to heal, eczema, again, mature skin. It has strong anti-inflammatory and analgesic effect. It's also great for the lungs. It's antibacterial, antifungal. Uh, cicatricent. There's a great word, which means basically it's cell regenerative for skin, and so it's good for healing scars. And it also has decongestant properties. So frankincense and myrrh can often be interchangeable. Myrrh is Camaphora myrrha. It's from the same botanical family, Berseraceae. The essential oil is produced by steam distillation of the tears of the resin from the myrrh tree. Myrrh is real safe to use. It's not toxic. It's non-irritating. The only contraindication that I'm aware of for myrrh is in pregnancy uh, and breastfeeding because it has beta-alamine and foranidine in it, which can sometimes not be great for the fetus. So do not uh, use it in pregnancy or if you're breastfeeding your baby. Like frankincense, myrrh calms the mind. It helps to um, bring tranquility. It's a really good one if you're prone to overthinking and distraction and so, because it kind of brings a lot of inner stillness. And so frankincense and myrrh are both really good in meditation and to help you kind of connect with your deeper inner self and um, your spiritual side. Okay, so I hit the high spots of frankincense and myrrh. So we've got these two readily available trees that produce this thick, beautiful healing medicine. So back in the days of the biblical stories, we can see how the trees of frankincense and myrrh and the resins that they produce would have been something of high value. So now I want to talk about a third lesser known resin. In fact, you've probably never heard of it uh, called Opopanax. The Latin binomial for this little tree is Camaphora guidotti. You remember myrrh was Camaphora myrrha. So they have the same genus, but different species. Like frankincense and myrrh, Opopanax is this shrubby little tree that thrives well in an arid environment, and it also grows in the same location as frankincense and myrrh. All three of these trees grow close to each other, and they are very, very similar. Okay, so just for a quick recap, we have taken a look at the therapeutic properties of the resin of frankincense and the resin of myrrh. So now let's take a look at the therapeutic properties of Opopanax. Don't worry, I have not forgotten about the three magi and how I'm going to bring this all together. Hang in there. It'll make sense in a minute. Opopanax is very similar, actually, to myrrh. It looks a lot like myrrh, although the aroma is very different. It's actually often called sweet myrrh or scented myrrh. 
It's obtained from the tree the same way as frankincense and myrrh. So they take a machete, they slice the the, uh, trunk of the tree, they allow this beautiful, thick, dark, golden resin to exude, harden, they break it off, they chop it into little pieces called tears, and they distill it. And that's how Opopanex essential oil is made. So the Opopanex resin... Uh, is high in monoterpenes and sesquiterpenes. It's also from the Berseraceae family. Opopanax has a lot of really tremendous clinical applications. In fact, it surprises me sometimes that more people aren't familiar with Opopanax. It just, I guess, doesn't have the PR that frankincense and myrrh have. It, um, it's great for the muscles. It, it helps to relax muscles. It reduces stress and anxiety. It's another great friend to the lungs. It kind of dries out the lungs in a, in a good way, in the sense it'll dry out excess mucus. Um, it's also drying for the intestines in the sense that if you've got diarrhea, it'll really help control that. It's a wonderful anti-diarrhea essential oil. And Again, the resin would have been as well back in biblical times. It's, uh, it's, it's great for an insect repellent, as are a lot of the resins. Uh, a lot of the wood oils, they're also great for insect repellents. The resin of Opopanax has been used in incense, perfumes, and herbal formulas since biblical times. The actual, it's funny, you know, I speak Italian. If you listen long enough, you know I'm fluent in Italian. The word incenso is what they also call, it's what they call in um, frankincense, but it's also what they call incense. So the original incenso was frankincense and myrrh and opopanax because these resins can be burned and they put off this gorgeous smoke that again calms down your breathing, slows down your breathing when you when you inhale it. It's very grounding and again useful for bringing energy down. It is um, great for inflammation. So back in the biblical days, it would have been anti-inflammatory, antibacterial. You know, they didn't have the medications that we have today, so they used whatever plants they had available, and these trees were available. Uh, let's see, decongestant already said that, expectorant, you know, helps get rid of mucus, and it's a great friend to the skin. <clears throat> supports the skin to heal in so many ways. And it's really non-toxic and not really irritating. It's a it's a wonderful resin. It, um, let's see, I said it supports meditation and uh, it's grounding. So you can see how Opopanax would have been another valuable resin along with frankincense and myrrh because it was available and it has all these tremendous um, healing properties. Okay. So those are some facts. Now, I'm going to throw out a little theory that I have, well, it's not only my theory. I've read this particular theory in several books, and it, it's one that resonates with me. So here goes. In the language of the day, the word dub, and I'm sure I'm pronouncing that incorrectly, but it's D-H-B, refers to spices or gums that produce fragrant odors when burned. So remember, frankincense, myrrh, and opopanax were all resins that were burned for, for ritual, religious, and, and health reasons. The word dib was spelled the same way as the word for gold. So dib means spices or gums that produce fragrant odors when burned, and it also means gold. It is possible that this third gift was another precious plant resin rather than a precious metal. And when you stop to think about what was available in those days, 
What was available were tree resins, frankincense, myrrh, and another balsam, dib, which could very likely have been opopanax rather than the metal of gold. Please know that I mean no disrespect to anyone's religious beliefs about the three gifts. If you feel in your heart it resonates with you that it was gold, then absolutely I honor that. I'm simply um, throwing out some food for thought about plant medicine since that's what this podcast is about. If opopanax is new to you, I really invite you to get yourself a bottle and try it. Better yet, get one, get a bottle of frankincense, a bottle of myrrh, and a bottle of opopanax and put them side by side and smell each one individually and learn more about these resins because they really are amazing healers for the skin and they do have fascinating history and they've been around forever. You can also find the resin online, uh, the resins of frankincense, myrrh, and opopanax, and I think that would be very interesting to get a sample of each of the actual physical resins, which is more likely what they would have used in the biblical times. So there you have it, frankincense, myrrh, and opopanax. Were these the three gifts that were brought by Magi? I leave it to you to sit with that and see if that's something that resonates with you, if it sounds like absolute fooey. Either way, I invite you to share with me your thoughts. I'd love to hear it. If you want to write to me, uh, my email address is liz at aromaticwisdom.com. I'm going to keep this episode short because it is Christmas. I wish you the happiest of holidays and a really, really safe, restful holiday period. And I will see you again in 2016. Until then, be well, be happy.